On today's episode, I am sharing with you my holiday plans, how things are going to be different for my family and I this year. And I want to give you the freedom. I want to give you the ability and the step-by-step process that I take to give you the kind of holiday season that you want going forward for this year. Let's get started. Welcome to the Vibrant Christian Living Podcast, a place for practical ideas and powerful inspiration to help you step out of stress and overwhelm and into a balanced life full of peace, purpose, and meaning, the full vibrant life that God has planned for you. So find a cozy spot and let's get started on today's episode. Hi there, welcome to today's episode of the Vibrant Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Michelle, and if we have not met before, I am an author, a speaker, and a Christian life coach for women, and my passion is to help women like you discover a more balanced, more joy-filled life that starts with a daily connection time with God and by overcoming those mindsets that keep you from being your best. Today, I am having a very different kind of episode. I am literally just talking off the cuff here about something that really exciting is happening in my family and that I want to help you discover and create this holiday season. So every year at Christmas, it seems like we have these things that we do, right? We we go to this person's house or we go to that person's house, but it's so easy for those things to not necessarily be bad things, but just the stuff around them to feel like... Am I even really able to welcome in the kind of holiday season that I want? Am I even able to create the atmosphere that I need from the Lord to feel close to Him, to really cherish the season, um, the atmosphere for my family, all of those kinds of things? And for us, um, my story is that I have had Christmases in the past that have just felt like really honestly kind of disappointing to me. And I'm going to share a little bit more about it in a minute. But so let me share what what I'm doing this year differently and how I'm really excited about it and how it's been this evolution for me and this journey. And I really do want to help you discover whatever it is for you that you want to have for Christmas this year. So I am at this stage, my husband and I are at this stage where we have four kids and they range in age from 17 to seven. And it's a very interesting stage because our kids aren't babies anymore. You know, they don't have a lot of like little toys and little things like that that they need. And we don't, I mean, every year that passes, we start to think, do we really need this? Like, do we need even this game or this activity or or these things that our kids might ask for? And even last year, we got to the point where the kids were saying, I really don't even know what I want. And I thought, okay, that's awesome because that's not the focus of Christmas, but we still need, you know, we need, quote, presents to get you on Christmas morning. And so we went through that whole process and we found things and and all of that. And Christmas was was great. But I came to Christmas this year and I thought, I don't really, I can't, I don't hear them talking about um, things they're interested in that, you know, would require some sort of, of a gift like that. And I really don't want Christmas to be for them about that, that to be the focus. And now, of course, we talk about Jesus. We do other activities that focus on Christ. I'm not saying that we haven't been doing that, but sometimes I just feel like, especially for kids, it can feel like, wow, Christmas is this time just for me to get, 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 get. So gimme, gimme, you know? And um, I really just felt like I want a different Christmas. I want something completely different this year. I've been doing a lot of just internal work in myself around expectations, about, around like what people 
expect of me and what I expect of myself and how that's held me down from maybe what God wants to do. I mean, big thought, big shocker, right? And so I started asking myself, well, why? Why have I felt stuck in this place of like, we have to have Christmas just like this. It has to look just like this. And it was like, it doesn't. What if it didn't look like that? What could it look like? What could it be? And so I realized that what I thought and and felt was a need, a really a true need for our family was the desire for us to spend time together away. We have not been able to take a good family vacation together um, because of some financial issues we went through in the last few years with my husband being laid off and out of work for 18 months, my own health issues, and just really climbing out of that. And we're still not in a place, of course, you know, where we're like rolling in the dough or anything like that. But we are, again, I'm at a place where I'm saying, what could be? And what do we really need? And what does God really want for this season for our family? I have a child who's 17 who is going to be leaving the house in a couple of years. I have a child who's seven who is still got a lot of Christmases ahead of him, but um maybe hasn't had some of these experiences that his older brothers and sisters have had because he hasn't been around as long. And so for us, the best thing for us this year, we decided in order to honor God by spending time together and growing those family relationships and really just having that quiet um contemplative time and and replenishment time was to take a family vacation together. And something that my kids keep saying, especially my little seven-year-old, is that I want to go to the snow. Like, I want to see snow. And now you have to understand, we live in Southern California. It never snows here. It's like 70 degrees on Christmas morning, which, okay, for if you live in Michigan, you're probably like, oh my gosh, that sounds glorious on, on Christmas morning. But really, it's like 60, 70 degrees year-round, which can get poorly boring. But anyway, um, <laughs> we wanted something different. And my kids have always had this idea of we want to see the snow. We want to go make a snowman. We want to go tubing. We want to do these fun things. And so we thought, what if we just asked ourselves the question, what if, what if we this year decided to take a time together as a family to go up to the snow, to go to a place where we would have activities to do fun things that we haven't done before as a family, but we also would have time just to be together, to have time to talk about deeper spiritual issues if we wanted to, you know, to explore, maybe do a Bible study daily together. How awesome would that be during the holiday season? And so my husband and I talked about it and we brought it before the kids and they, I was surprised. They were like, yes, this is something we want to do. And we told them, you know, honestly, this is going to cost them money and this is not something that is inexpensive. So we are going to be doing this in lieu of presents, right? This is like, we're not getting any presents. This is what we're spending our money on this year. This is the investment we're making in our family. And that takes courage because it's different. It's not the usual thing. And we know that there's going to be people from now until Christmas who are going to be saying, what do you want for Christmas? And what are you getting? And what's Santa bringing you? And we don't talk about Santa, and that's a whole other story. But there's going to be that pressure. And so we're going to talk to them about what is it that we really want for Christmas? Well, we really want to have an experience together. We really want to enjoy a different kind of Christmas, an experience of some quietness, of adventure, of going somewhere new, of time together as a family, of building relationships, those kinds of things. That's our Christmas gift. And so we have done that. And everybody's like really excited for this to happen. We officially booked it last night. 
And I am just over the moon about it and cannot wait to actually see it happen. And I think it's because, yes, we know, I I feel like I'm really just saying, what is it that we need and what would God want for us this year to spend our this, this funds that we set aside every year for Christmas? What would He want us to do? But also, it's just encouraging to me because in past years, as I just alluded to before, I had many Christmases where I felt like I checked all the boxes and I, quote, did the right things, and we said this and we did that and we were committed to these things. And yet, at the end, I literally woke up on Christmas morning or the day after Christmas and I thought, that's it? Like, it's over? And I think it was because I had just expected to feel something or expect, I kept waiting for Christmas, like whatever that means, I don't even know. What I kept waiting for that to happen. And it had started from just this, okay, I'm just going to try to do this. Maybe this is it. And then that wouldn't work. Okay, well, maybe this is it. Okay, this is, well, then this definitely will, will make it feel like Christmas or be the thing that I'm looking for. And then that wasn't it. And then it was over. And it was like, wait a minute. Wow. Christmas is supposed to be this, this, this time, you know? And so what I've started doing differently in the last few years is something that I teach in this Holidays Without Overwhelm Masterclass. And that is to figure out what is your intention? What do you really want to create? What are you really, really needing right now in this season? You, and if you have a family, what do you and your family need? And what can you do to create that this year? What would that look like? How can you dream and, and think about that? And how can you put those pieces together? And I walk you through step-by-step how to do that. We start by talking about where we're at, what we, Christmases have been like in the past. And we talk about what could be, even if it's not this year, what could be? What are the things you want to do? What are the, those experiences, the feelings, and, and the things you want to create? And then we create a step-by-step plan to to decide, yes, we're going to include this, and no, we're not going to include that on a very systematic level, but also within a framework that it's like, okay, yeah. You know, it's, it's week by week that we, we, we lay out these things, but we give ourselves the space to say, if this is too much or outside of my intention, I can say no to it. So if you want to hear more about that, you can be a part of that, that class. It's something that you can go through the classes, the, um, the videos themselves take about an hour and 20 minutes to go through the videos. There's five of, there's five videos. Because what I'm doing on the videos is I'm walking you through the concept and you're filling out and going through the exercises to get your plan as we're going through the video. So the whole thing takes, I would say, two to three hours to literally watch the videos, go through the exercises and come up with your plan for what you want to do this year. I mean, amazing, right? But all that's to say that I created this because I did not want to have the kind of Christmas that I'd been having for so long. And I realized what was missing was that intention and not just saying, okay, I want it like this. And then just like going and doing what we'd always done, but saying, I feel like this is what we need. This is what we want. This is our intention. This is what we want to create. And what will it take to get there? What will it take to get to that place? What decisions can we make? And what decisions can we not make? And of course, through that process, there's so much more than just saying, oh, I'm just going to say yes to this and say no to that. I mean, there's a lot of complicated things that happen. We've got family that we have to think about outside of our family, extended family. We have things we've committed to. We have church responsibilities or things. And we're not saying that we're going to say no to all those other things. We still are. We're saying that we are looking at them from the lens of what is our intention and how can what those things be, be supporting that intention or at least be minimizing overwhelm and stress as we plan them. And because there are going to be, let's just be real, there are going to be situations that come up that we're like, okay, that's not necessarily maybe something that we have or would choose to do, but we, but it's part of what 
needs to happen. Um, for example, um, a, a great example of that always is like a Christmas party that my husband has to attend. It's a formal party. And it's like, okay, I necessarily probably wouldn't say, oh, that's part of my intention for this holiday, but it's something that needs to happen. And so that's fine. That's great. It's not the main focus of the holiday though. And I also say, how can I use the intention, which for me is this year specifically, is peace, is connection, is adventure, and not overwhelm. What can I do to make sure that that event, which is a must-do on our calendar, is something that I can minimize the stress around and really work to keep the peace? I mean, what can I do to make that happen? Maybe that's being extra planned in terms of what I what I would wear that day. I mean, what are the stressors? What are the problems that would cause the stress around it? You know, so you just start thinking through those things, and that's what this that's what the masterclass does. But what that does is. It goes, it takes our idea and our intention beyond just, wow, that would be great. But anyway, I have to do all these things to really deciding, no, 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 no. This is what we want. This is what we're going to do. And this is what we're going to say no to. And to be frank with you, it takes courage and it takes confidence and it takes deciding that what you want and what this intention is that you're trying to create is more important than what how you may look to other people, how it may appear to outside, you know, um, influences. But deciding that who do you serve? Who? Why are we doing this? We are doing this for Christ. You know, you may decide um, that you may not want to even have um, any sort of presence whatsoever, but to do service acts together. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day just about this masterclass and how I was creating it. And she was saying, oh my gosh, like, I love the idea of creating your holidays the way you want and doing it in a really systematic way with intention. And she's like, for example, she's like, I am so tired of having to come up with presents every year and, and, and what I need to buy, so to speak, for each person. She's like, wouldn't it be so much better for us to do something like what you're doing, Alicia? Like, she was talking about me going away. Or she's like, or just like, I would love to say for all the women in my family, I would love to just say, you know, have a specific date on the calendar where I could go to their house and make them lunch or, or or something like that and give them a pedicure. Like that would be so amazing to them. Like especially the older ladies and and you know my grandmas and my aunts and uncles my aunts, not my uncles obviously, but my aunts. Just to, because it's important to me. Like that's way more loving than saying, here's a $50 gift card, right? And that's what I really want to communicate to them. And I just want to show them that they're valuable. Oh, I love this idea. And so she was just really getting excited about it. And that's like, that is what we're talking about. That's the kind of holiday I want to give to you is to really give you the freedom to say, what do we really want to create? And how can we create that? I mean, you may decide that giving presents is is a big part of that. And that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with giving presents. There's nothing wrong with that. This is the purpose of this is to decide, you know, what is our intention? How do we want to create that kind of a holiday? Because at the end of it, we don't want to be left feeling like, wow, I missed this opportunity. And that so easily can happen. Just the enemy just, you know, he keeps us busy with all these things that we should do and we want to do and we think we want to do anyway. But they're really not what we want to do, right? They're just the next thing that's expected of us. We just kind of live in this, this, um, this automatic mode where we're not even really thinking about what we're doing. We're just like, go, 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 go. And it's like, all of a sudden, boom, the holidays are here. We're like, oh, wait, oh, hey, bye. And that was it. And it's just so many of, so many of us just live in that mindset because we're so rushing from one thing to the other. But if we can take the time, and in this case, it's like literally two to three hours, 
which I know you have time for. You can decide to, you know, put off that Netflix, those next few episodes of that Netflix show that you watch for a few days, maybe, and just say, I am going to work on this because it's going to give me what we really need this year or what I really want to get out of the holidays, how I want to, to experience worshiping Christ this holiday, what that can look like. And and so I wanted to share this news with you because, again, I really care about you and I want you to to discover the gift of Christmas, what it really means, what the gift of Christmas really means. The gift of Christmas is about Jesus. It's about the gift that God gives us of salvation, the promise being fulfilled in our hearts, right, that for Thousands of years had been this promised Messiah, and now through all these miraculous circumstances and prophecies that were fulfilled, the Messiah is born. And now this promise, this new hope is here. Hope is with us, right? Emmanuel, God himself is with us. And we can experience what that is. And that's going to be a different experience if you're 80 years old or you're eight years old. Or if you are single, or if you have 10 kids, that is a different kind of experience. And so it could be that you um, are going through a really difficult season this year, or you've had a really difficult year, and you just need the holidays to be about replenishment. Um, you need to have a lot of time to to really just absorb and um, to minimize what needs to happen for several years, which I, I share about in the class. Um I guess exactly for two years, my older two boys are born the week of Thanksgiving. And so for those two years specifically, I remember that was when I really first started thinking about planning for the holidays and thinking forward in terms of what kind of a holiday we needed. Um, I put that on hold to the and didn't do it to the to level that I'm doing now for several years. But at that point, I knew I was giving birth at the end of November. And so when I was giving birth, obviously, I would have this brand new baby at the holidays. How in the world was I supposed to, quote, do all of the holiday things, right? So what I had done, and this was just a very small thing, but I made sure that I had gone through and and really mapped out what what our holiday was going to be like and what we were going to say yes and no to. Um, And I, for example, purchased all the Christmas presents before the babies were born because I said, I just, I don't want to even be worried about that or consumed by that because I was going to have these beautiful new babies and I wanted to be able to focus on them and to take care of their needs. And that was the kind of holiday that we needed those years. Well, that really just kind of, again, started me thinking. Um, and now I'm in the habit. Um, I'm obviously not buying presents for my immediate family this year, but I'm buying presents for my family or my, my parents and Tim's, my husband's parents. But, um, I would buy presents before the holiday, um, before the uh, beginning of December. That's kind of my just general rule. And that just alone freed me up, right, from the stress that I needed. But all of this is to say it's about being intentional. It's about creating what you want and deciding and really thinking, stopping to slow down to be able to speed up to create what you want, right? How many years have you just done it and not really thought about what are we creating? What are we making? What are we doing? Well, that's what I want to walk you through. I want to give you the skills and the exercises that I use to be able to say, this is this is what happened and this is what I really do want, you know, taking that space. And then 
outlining it and creating it and coming up with the ideas and and really making it happen. It will transform your holiday season. It will make such a difference. And so I'm really excited to share that with you. So if you would like to be a part of this class, this is not a class that I'm teaching live. It is it is recorded. It is done. It is something that once you get access to, you have access to for years to come. So you can go through this class now and every year you can refresh and go through this again because really every year is going to be different. And it goes down to everything from creating your intention to setting your plan and and coming up with the ideas, minimizing the overwhelm around those things that really do cause stress that maybe you can't say no to. Um, whether those are holiday things or even general things. Oh my gosh, don't we have so many things that just happen during the holidays that are just happening that have nothing to do with the holidays, but they're filling our time. And we're like, ah, how do we even handle like the fact that my daughter still has piano practice three days a week or whatever? Like, how do we handle that along with everything else? So we, we, we talk about that and it gives you the confidence to make the decisions that are right for you. That's what I love about this. So then we've laid all that out. And then one of the, some of the great bonuses, which I'm going to be sharing about more in some future podcast episodes and more in detail is that I give you several tools, which again are tools that I use to strengthen that intention that you've created. So it's not just like, okay, I'm making this intention and I created this plan and now for you like walk away from it. There are specific things you can do to help you reinforce that plan. And one of them is, a Bible study. So um, there is, it's only a five-day study. So you could do one of the days a week and really meditate on that verse for the week. And it talks about calm, specifically about holiday calm. So I mean, what a great, I had to pick kind of a general topic, but most of us want more peace and calm at the holidays, I would guess, right? Especially if you join a class like Holidays Without Overwhelm. Um, so that is something that you can use just to build up that intention of, I'm creating this for a purpose. And I'm building peace and calm in my life. And this is what God's word says about this. This is the truth. This is what I'm, is nourishing me. This is the strength. You know, I am in control of these things because I'm focusing on God's word. So using God's word to keep us on in the right intention. And then the other bonus that's there is this really powerful. It's a five minute Christian affirmation. And an affirmation simply is a series of statements that are recorded that you would listen to. I pr- I choose and, and I tell my clients to listen to them twice a day in the morning and at night. And what this does is by listening to these statements, you're programming these truths deep into your subconscious because 80 to 90% of everything we do is run from our subconscious thoughts, which is just automatic. We don't think about it. It's just like, boom, 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 this is what I do. But we on our on a deep level are literally reprogramming our brain to believe that this is what the intention is that we want to believe. This is the thing we're wanting to live out. This is the, we're, li- we're working on more calm. We're working on more peace. We're working on inviting God in that we're making, th- that we are in charge of our holiday season and we can choose to welcome in those things that will honor God. And, and we can choose to have the power to say no to those thoughts and those mindsets, those activities that are walking us away from our intention. Just there's all these great, um, truths along with scriptural truth. I mean, they're all based in scripture, but some of them are, you'll notice as you listen to it, are specifically rooted in the words of scripture. And so you listen to that twice a day and that will radically transform you. And again, that teaching and that that power of transformation through daily, what we call brain priming is the technical term, 
is something that I do with my with my coaching clients in group coaching and in one-on-one coaching. And so this is just a small taste of what we do in coaching, but it's a really powerful one. So that's another way to support it. And then there's two other tools that just are indispensable at the holidays. And one of them is a holiday budget tracker. And that just really allows you to say, all right, this is what we spend every year. This is how we're going to spend our money this year at the holidays. And that might feel totally scary to you to even like have a plan. Like, I don't want to plan it. I just want to let it happen. That can be the case if that's your, that's, and that's entirely your decision to use it or not. And that, again, it's not the focus of what we do in the course. It's just a support tool. I have found that when I have a plan for my money, I have a lot less stress around money. And as you know, money is a huge stressor around the holidays. And I just choose to not let it be a stressor. And so one of the ways that I don't let it be a stressor is that I have a plan. And it's a it's a rough working plan, but we can say this is about how much we're going to spend on presents for this kid or or for each of our children. And this is how much we're spending for, you know, this person or that person, or this is what we spend. This is what we give every year. This is what we do for Operation Christmas Child, if you're a part of that. Um, you can break down all the costs. This is how much it costs to go to that holiday banquet that we go to every year. Whatever it is, you write down all those costs. And then even the things like buying Christmas cards and getting a photo shoot done for the family, like that gets included in there. And so you just have some sort of a framework for it. Now, I you can go the next step further, which isn't really covered in this, but we do talk about it in as I introduce this tool. I... And again, you can't do this right now because you're getting close to the holidays. But what my family does is we take that amount that we spend for Christmas every year and we divide it over the 12 months throughout the year. And we budget for Christmas that way so that it doesn't have to feel like this huge, insurmountable money issue every year. We say, this is the number. All right, so divide that by 12. What is it every month that we need to be investing? And honestly, I have a whole category of monthly expense, or not monthly expenses, of expenses that our family has that we budget for this way. Like, for example, um, property taxes, which is a pretty significant number here in California. We have to budget for that and car insurance, things like that that you don't pay every month, right? But you can allocate a little bit towards it every month and have it in this savings. And it's taken at the end of the month for us. It's a number that's taken out. I've added up all those expenses, divided them by 12, and it's just automatically put in this savings account so that when those expenses come up, the money is there for them. That's just a bonus, whatever. That has nothing to do specifically with the holidays, except that my Christmas fund is in there. And... um So that has made a huge difference for us. And the holiday budget tracker can really support that. And then the last thing is the holiday present list. Again, lowering the stress, just having a specific plan. And and we don't have to stress ourselves out by saying, I'm going to buy Susie that Barbie doll that's this specific type. And where's this dress? Like It doesn't have to be that detailed or that specific, unless you know Susie wants the Barbie with that specific dress, like, okay. But you can say, all right, based again on the on the holiday budget, we're spending $50 on this person. And so what am I buying for this person? Some ideas, just kind of some, some general ideas. You can keep this in your purse with you, or you can have it at your computer at your side if you decide to order online stuff, which again is a great way to minimize stress if that's something that you're worried about. 
um, you can you can just take care of it right there. You have stuff and, and and you can write stuff down as it comes up. Maybe you're talking to your mom on the phone and she's like, you know what, dad really has been um, doing this lately. And so you think, huh, well, maybe he would like this accessory to go with that. And so you you can just have a place. It's just a place to store ideas so that when it happens, it's a lot more systematic. Another great thing that I use this bonus list for is that I use it for Black Friday. And you have to know, in my family on Thanksgiving, I'm, I am that nutty person that goes Black Friday shopping. And I don't know how you feel about Black Friday shopping. I'm not here to like, you know, talk about the ins and outs of it. But I love Black Friday shopping. It's And it's not because, I mean, yes, you do save money. But to me, it's about the chase. It's like, oh, well, there's this 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 one toy or game or, or whatever it is. And you're like, oh, it's on sale for this amount. And so there's going to be, I know that's going to be more, that's going to be really popular. So I'm going to go to this store first and I'm going to buy that. And so anyway, and it's also a great way looking at all of those Black Friday ads to get some ideas to fill in that holiday present list. So you can say, hey, that might be something that might be interesting for this person and I can check it out and go there or I can make a list, you know, and it's, and just to be real with you, it's a really easy way to get a whole bunch done at one time. I am famous for just saying like, all right, I'm going to go out and I'm going to buy all these things. And um, we're always at my mom's house for Thanksgiving, which is a couple hours away from us. And uh, we have our whole family there, of course, on for Thanksgiving dinner. And so there's this thing that happens, right? Like after we eat dinner, it's like slowly we see the ads start coming out. And it's so funny because I have like, transitioned my family there. They first were like, why would you do that? I don't understand. And now they're all like, so Alicia, um, um, what store are you going to again? They like, <laughs> they come to me and they're like, oh, um, yeah, that, that's really fun. I want to go with you. And so every year it's different. And that's again, a whole nother story, Black Friday shopping, but it is my, or has been my little secret weapon. Now this year, I'm not buying any presents for my kids. So I'm like, ah, I'll have to like figure out something else. Cause I know my mom will still want to buy something. So maybe I'll, I'll see like, a lot of times I do that. I go shopping on her behalf because she hates shopping. And so on Black Friday, I'm like, okay, um, this kid would probably like this and this. What do you think? And she's like, oh yeah, go get it. And so I do it cause it's fun for me. But anyway, <laughs> all that's to say, like it is, it's a great way to get to get stuff done. But we start pulling those ads out and um and because I have some sort of a plan, it makes it a lot easier to know what I can spend, to know some ideas of what might be helpful. And so I'm just, you know, I'm I'm being intentional. I'm doing things with a plan. And so again, you don't have to welcome in all of these things at once. It really is a process that maybe just this year you go through the class and you're you're like, all right, I'm gonna be really intentional about welcoming in peace. And that means for me by really minimizing the time I spend at this person's house this year, or I'm gonna work on saying no to um doing outside activities outside of this one or two things. Or I'm gonna really work on my intention is to stay on my budget this year and to really not go outside that budget. Like that's our goal this year. And so it's just, you know, because we're staying on this budget, we're going to say no to this and this and this. So really it's, what is your intention? What do you want to create this year? What kind of atmosphere? For us, it's going to be a present-free Christmas and all about this amazing snow-filled adventure. That's what's going to be for us this year because that's what our family really is needing right now. So what is it for you? 
I would love to hear. I really would love to hear what it is for you. You can find me anywhere online at Facebook. I am at Vibrant Christian. Well, it's facebook.com forward slash Vibrant Christian Living. And also on Instagram, I'm at Vibrant Christian Living. And I would love to just comment. You can comment on any of the posts that are there and let me know what is your intention? What do you want to do this year? And we can talk about, well, what could that look like? How could that happen? And uh, we can connect there. So I am so excited for you for this year because this year is your opportunity to be different. You can make Christmas and the Christmas season whatever you want it to be. You really can. It can be what you want. And I want to give you the tools to make that happen. So I will continue to be sharing more about this exciting resource because I really believe this is an awesome tool for any woman. And that's you and me, right? Who has a family or who is just by herself and who wants to create more than just the standard holiday. Like, And I know that's you because you're listening to this podcast. If you want a life that's not just like existing and just getting by, you want more. You want to thrive. You want really God's best for you. You want to experience those things that God has for you, that that rich, full life that He promises us in John 10.10. And the holidays is one aspect of it. It's one tiny part of it. It's this amazing experience that we can have. So, Excited for you to check that out. Like I said, if you're interested in checking out the masterclass, you can go to vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash holidays with an S on the end. So holiday with an S on the end, holidays. And uh, yeah, I am so excited to keep talking to you about this and to continue to share with you. And like I said, let me know, hit me up on social media and let's chat more. All right, take care, have an amazing week, and I'll see you back here next week. Bye. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you were encouraged or inspired by what was shared today, I would love it if you could take two seconds and leave an honest review in iTunes. I love hearing from you, and these reviews help others find the podcast. And of course, be sure to subscribe to the show if you haven't already so you don't miss an episode. Bye for now, and I will see you back here next week.